The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive football stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at newbalance.com. What's up, everyone? I want to tell you about a car that you are going to love. Check it out. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, I love that, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. So let's say you're ready to take the family on a camping trip or something like that. The Santa Fe is perfect for you. You've got all-wheel drive. You can load everyone up in the third row. It's time to start being adventurous, and you need the right car, and that's the Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. This is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. What a play! Can you believe this? No, I can't. It's time to dominate your fantasy league. Off to the races, and he stays on his feet. This is going to go the distance. Now, here's some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, and Heath. All right, friends. Congratulations if you won your fantasy league. If you didn't win your fantasy league, that's okay. It was fun, right? <laughs> Win, lose, or draw. It was fun. It's fun. Fantasy football is fun. Football is fun. And here we are to talk about it. Um, the best and the worst of week 17. And uh, who won the Heath-Jamie championship? I won three championships today, and I lost the Heath-Jamie championship. And it was not fun. It wasn't fun at all. And uh, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Nothing well, fun about it. I knew you needed the Rams to not do it. Stafford held up his end. He didn't really do something. Wink great, was a disaster. What? Yeah, Wink's a myth. The Giants <laughs> should go find a different defensive coordinator. Uh, yeah, no, too much Kyron Williams. And we had some big games. We'll go over the the uh, the best performers of the day. Also, I usually I do winners and losers with Heath and Dave and Jamie. Today's just Heath and Jamie. Jamie will be on shortly. Uh, and uh, Jamie was the winner. I was the loser. <laughs> no, just one match up there. But uh, we'll uh, we'll talk about the players that came through for you and those that disappointed. And if anybody. He's here in the chat. You know, Happy New Year to you, and thanks so much for hanging out with us on this Sunday night. So without any further ado, Heath, who were some of the players? I asked you for three players who came through for you today, and I didn't know if that... I, that was really about your rankings, not your leagues, I think. But unless... Oh! Yeah, yeah, I meant in your, in your... Not what I was going for at all. I chose three players who helped me win championships, and I the disappointed was three players who helped me lose championships. All right, that's fine. So... Whatever. Lamar, Devon Achan, and Devontae Adams really came through for me today. Really the key contributors to uh, two of my three championships that I won today. I think Lamar secured the MVP. That race is over. We can etch it in stone. Five touchdowns against the Dolphins. He was fantastic. Uh, Achan, very, very good. It's going to be tough to rank him going into next year. And then same thing for Devontae Adams, really, because it was getting easier to rank him as someone who was over the hill, didn't look over the hill today. 
No, uh, he, he did not. And um, Aiden O'Connell actually ended up having a decent game for fantasy purposes. Not that anyone started him, but Achan was really interesting. You know, I just thought, I didn't really think he would get the work that he got. Achan had 18 touches, 14 carries, and four catches. Not, I mean, that's not a lot more than I thought he'd get. Maybe I thought he'd be in the 13, 14 range total instead of 18. But it just, he was obviously the guy, right? I mean, right. Jeff Wilson got almost nothing, and A-Chan was so explosive today. I had talked about, I think in his previous four games, he didn't have a run longer than 15 yards, and right out of the gate, that might have been his first carry, may have gone for more than that. So that was really nice to see. Also, how about Mostert and McCaffrey, the two touchdown leaders at the position? They're, they're healthy for 16 games yeah. Mostert misses week 17. Sorry, 16 weeks, 15 games. Mostert misses week 17. McCaffrey gets hurt in week 17. It's just kind of kind of sucks. Well, it's it's the nature of the position. It's the nature of the game. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, all right. And then, you know, because I didn't know he was hurt. Did you know he was hurt when Elijah Mitchell got the touchdown? It, it was a weird thing. It looked like either he was hurt or he was trying to stay warm because he thought he was going right back in. He was doing some high knees stuff on the sideline. It, it wasn't. And then eventually he went over and got taped up and then Mitchell came out the next series and it was pretty obvious. But yeah, at first it just kind of looked like they were maybe giving Elijah Mitchell some work, which is something they really don't do. Yeah, right, exactly. Um, all right, so we'll check on McCaffrey. They, he's not going to play next week. They have nothing to play for. The Ravens and the 49ers, I'm, look, I'm, I'm editorializing. I don't think he's going to play next week. Safe bet. Hopefully it's nothing too serious for McCaffrey, but he doesn't have to play again for another three weeks. The Ravens and the 49ers have locked up the one seeds. We'll try to talk about the playoff scenarios. For those of you who want to do some DFS next week, those of you who are still playing next week, which teams actually have to play, which teams are going to sit sit their starters um, I don't know how many teams are locked into their seeds. That's the only problem. It might just be two, I, you know? I need to do some research on the potential Chiefs tiebreakers with the Texans and Colts if Jacksonville loses and one of those teams wins. But the Chiefs can't get the one or the two seed, and I don't really think that they could even fall to the four. They have the tiebreaker over Jacksonville, so if Jacksonville wins, it's pretty much decided. Um, the Chiefs might be a team that rests. Um, and I don't, I, I think the NFC East's still going to need to keep playing. Oh, absolutely. It, the Cowboys yeah. clinched the, they win the division, which is so interesting because all the Eagles had to do was win out, beat Arizona and the Giants, and they would have been the first back to back NFC East winners since 2004, I believe. It just, it never happens. And now they need help. They need to beat the Giants on the road. And they need the commanders to beat to beat Dallas. But that is good news if you're playing next week. Yeah, way to go. We got some champions in our in our chat. If you're playing next week and you have Cowboys and you have Eagles, that is the good news. Both of those teams need to win. Cowboys win and they lock up the NFC East. Um, and I guess they'd lock up the two seed, right? Because they have the same record as the Lions, or yes, and they beat yes, them. I believe that's correct. Yeah, so they'd be ahead. Um, all right, uh, players who disappointed you. Actually, before we do that, let me just talk a little programming here. I've already submitted my top 12 quarterbacks to Jamie. We're all gonna- I have not. Is that due tomorrow? Yeah, it's due tomorrow, and it was tough. I left Dak out. I, I that originally- sounds like you. I originally did it, and I was like, wait, I just left Brock Purdy out. <laughs> and so it was either going to be Tua Purdy or, D- or Dak out. So, because I got pretty close. I got, yeah, I got Anthony Dak. Richardson yeah. in there. I got CJ Stroud in there. 
So it's going to be, I think you're going to come up with 13 and you're going to have trouble. I left Cousins out too. So. I'll probably just leave Trevor Lawrence out. He's not in, he's not in my top 12. Oh, okay. No, Kyler is. Kyler is kind of high. I think he's seven or eight. Um, yeah, you'll see. You'll have to, you'll have to make a tough call. Anyway, we'll be talking about that going on uh, in the next uh, week or so. But also, we're going to kind of treat week 18 as a normal week. We'll give you a waiver wire show. Wednesday show will definitely be different. We'll be spinning it ahead a little bit. We'll talk a little bit about week 18, but we'll spin it ahead to 2024. Then we'll have your starts and your sits on Thursday and Friday. There will be no show on Monday. Okay, players who let you down this week. Uh, yeah, again, this was about your teams and not your rankings, but maybe it could have been your rankings. I don't know, but what do you got there? Yeah, Patrick Mahomes, Javante Williams, and Devontae Smith. And so Mahomes, what was it? Was it a field gold fest for the Kansas City Chiefs? Harrison Butker had five or six of them. Isaiah Pacheco seemingly caught every pass that Mahomes completed, except for a long one to Rasheed Rice. Travis Kelsey completely um, irrelevant once again. And it's going to be it's going to be really interesting because I don't think Mahomes plays much next week. And so what he does in the fantasy playoffs, if there is a switch to flip or not, because if he's this guy in the playoffs, I think he's someone who's probably around QB five, QB six next year in terms of ADP. And that will be pretty interesting. I had him at three. Yeah. Jackson at four. He's still Mahomes. It's weird when you do this, right? When you do this exercise, you, you know, it's up to each individual ranker to decide, you know, how mm-hmm. much do you just believe the Chiefs are going to get him help next year? But uh, there's also a possibility that Kelsey's going to retire. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. Still Mahomes. I mean, how bad he, was MVS? He, MVS killed Mahomes in this game. Yeah, probably cost me a fantasy championship. But <laughs> um, no, he. MVS is terrible. I think Travis Kelsey maybe already retired and just didn't tell anybody. Um, they have one good receiver in Rasheed Rice, and Isaiah Pacheco is awesome. Yeah, and uh, um, if you had the you know one or both of Mahomes and Kelsey for the fantasy playoffs, I mean they were so bad when it mattered yep. most, especially Kelsey. It's three straight games with single-digit PPR fantasy points for Travis Kelsey. Um, you know, three of his four worst games of the season. Yeah, he I, top is he a top three tight end going into next year? Yeah, I mean, none of the other, <laughs> like, it's not like McBride went out with a bang, right? Right, and he still has another game, so we'll see. To me, he probably is. You know what I was thinking? Is I don't I don't really think Likely is going to stand in the way of Mark Andrews, but Isaiah Likely is, I think he's really good. And in another world, he could be a top five tight end or something. But is he going to, that's the question, is he going to hurt Mark Andrews next year? I don't, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think he matters if Mark Andrews is healthy. All right. News and notes from today. Your big uh, injuries would be uh, Christian McCaffrey, calf injury, Alvin Kamara, ankle injury. And here's how the NFC South looks right now. If the Buccaneers, and you could correct me if I'm wrong here, if Tampa Bay wins at Carolina next week, okay, they've got Carolina right. on the road. If they win, they've got the NFC South. They win it. If they lose, I believe the winner of the Saints and Falcons wins the division. 
I think that's accurate. I'm not sure in the Tampa Bay lose Falcons win situation when they're all eight and nine, who the champion is. Okay. But the saints, I do believe are going to be playing next week. Going to be going for it. Um, yes. Ken Walker left with Ken Walker left with a shoulder injury. And again, if you're playing next week, you could have Zach Charbonnet at Arizona. So that could be exciting. Tua mm-hmm. left with a fourth quarter shoulder injury. He says he's just sore. I hope that's true because they're playing for the division. The difference is the Dolphins have clinched a playoff spot. The Bills mm-hmm. have not. They're probably going to get in, but they have not clinched. But the Bills, if they win, the winner of that game wins the division. It's in yes. Miami. Will Levis left in the first half. He re-aggravated an injury. Uh, Devon, yeah, not just that, but the winner of that game gets the two seed. Right. Okay. Of the Bills game, yeah. Yes. Um, Devonte Smith apparently was on crutches after the game, and he was in a walking boot. I did not see that. I, I apologize for saying you let me down. Devontae. No, he played almost every. I know. He, he played, but them still, all, he's but, hurt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know what happened there to Smith, but he is he is hurt. Um, T. Higgins left with a hamstring injury, but he returned. Noah Brown left with a hip injury. Devonte Parker left. The Bills. I heard on the broadcast they had four drops in the first half. So the numbers were not good for Josh Allen, but uh, I guess he got a little Mahomes a little bit there. Uh, Laramie Tunsil left for the Texans, their star left tackle. Uh, Seattle right tackle Abraham Lucas left. Seattle, I believe, was eliminated. No, Denver was eliminated today. I don't think Seattle was eliminated. I would check on that. I do not believe they were, correct. And that's it. I mean, actually, it was a terrible day for the Dolphins. They got smoked, and also Xavier Howard, their starting cornerback, left in the first quarter, and Bradley Chubb, edge rusher, may have torn his ACL. So that they've already they're already without Jalen Phillips. He's been out for a few weeks with an Achilles. Uh, I think it was an Achilles. Now it's Bradley Chubb with a knee injury. That just stinks for the Dolphins. Worst possible time, and already without Jalen Waddle. So Kyron Williams won the fantasy MVP today, right? Like Mostert had it. Yeah. And well, Puka, then, what? Puka? Ooh, that's that's one of the two. The difference is Kyron missed four or five games, whatever it was. Uh, I think it was only four games over five. Puka games. was just unstartable those four or five games. <laughs> um, so it's it's a Ram, it's a Ram for sure, and they got yes. a great candidate for Coach of the Year. They are in the playoffs. The Rams are in the playoffs. That might be another team that's resting players. But we'll, we'll see how much seeding matters to these teams. Um, all right, we'll take a look at the games. We'll take a look at the leading scores when we come back. Let's take a break here on Fantasy Football Today. We'll be right back. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits. 
turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome back, everybody. Heath has some New Year's plans with his family. Just chill, nice. Sounds like a nice New Year's you have there. Going to build a fire. Yeah, that yeah. sounds great. Got a charcuterie board. <laughs> I already had brisket tonight. Yeah. My mom's wow. here. She made it. Nice. It was freaking great. I'm going to have some ice cream later. Already had some, but I'll have some more later. Yeah. But let's take a look at our top players at each position in Fantasy Week 18 and see what stands the, out. The champion's here. Oh. <laughs> Jamie's here. What's up, Jamie? What's up, guys? Oh, we're just looking at the leaderboard now. Okay. All right, our top five quarterbacks in Fantasy Week 17. Lamar Jackson with 45 points. Kyler, nobody's even close right now. Kyler Murray with 29 points. Joe Flacco. Won the MVP. He did win the MVP. Joe Flacco, 28. Justin Fields, 26. And Jalen Hurts, 24. Kind of a low-scoring week. Only one, actually, not kind of, an extremely low-scoring week. Only one 30-point scorer going into Sunday night football, and it's Lamar Jackson. Um, so, Jamie, give me your thoughts on quarterback this week. Well, uh, Lamar was awesome. Um, I, I've uh, yet to look... Really in depth, uh, you and Chris Towers are the only ones who sent me the 2024 quarterback rankings yet. Mm-hmm. I have not completed mine yet, but it does feel like the guys at the top are going to be very interesting because, um, like, where does Mahomes go from here? Um, can you can you buy into Lamar being back as maybe the number one guy? Um, you know, it feels a little recency bias to say that, but, um, you know, it, it it was, it was a tough week. It's been a tough stretch. It's, uh, you know, not fun to see Josh Allen, Jalen hurts, Patrick Mahomes, you know, limping to the finish line. Yeah. I had, I already said this, but I have uh, Jackson four, but what I love about Jackson now guys is that he doesn't have to do everything by himself. You see Zay flowers and whether it's likely or Andrews or whoever you see guys making plays for him. So that's nice. Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe he just maybe the offense is really clicking. I mean, for sometimes it's great immediately first year with a new offensive coordinator. Sometimes it takes time. So it seems like, you know, they've well, gotten better. It, it, it's interesting that you say that because this is the first year with a new offensive coordinator for Patrick Mahomes and a new offensive coordinator for Jalen Hurts. And I know those guys have known the system that they came into, but it feels as if there's a there's an issue with uh, what we've seen this year from from those two guys in particular. And even even Josh Allen, same thing, coordinator change. Romo had great analysis on the Pacheco touchdown catch. He said that that was a play that they haven't run all year, where they line up four guys on the right side of the formation, and then they run Pacheco right up through the middle of them, and nobody covered him, and he was wide open. He said they were going to Well, did try- you see two guys ran with Chase? Or Higgins, one of the two receivers coming, coming across. I'm sorry, ran with Rice. Excuse me. Oh, one no, of the, I didn't uh, see that. Two Bengals got- receivers ran with, <clears throat> with Rice. Yes, with Rice. Yeah. I get it right. Um, and just left the middle wide open. They said they were going to try to get back to some of their basics to get their explosive plays. And maybe, <laughs> again, it's always some stupid drop, uh, that MVS drop. Oh, man. Two well, of them. Keith, let me ask you this, because obviously you watch the Chiefs uh, as, as much as anybody. Um, is Kelsey done? 
because he looks like he can't separate. And just, you know, we, we know the age was coming, you know, father time was coming for him and it just feels like it, it may have happened. Like we watched it unfold. Yeah. He looks completely washed. Um, does not. I and mean, I, I told Adam, like the, the thing that will be interesting, and I don't think they play much next week, but when they get to the actual playoffs, I think there's probably some thought in that locker room that they've got a switch that they can flip and we'll find out. But if they can't, switch the or flip the switch i he's not a top three tight end i'm not sure he's a top five tight end next year he looks looks like almost jayton jason witten-esque you just wonder not as good as a play-by-play guy (laughs) you just wonder though you know he hurt his knee right before the season started if if he's ever been healthy so i and and he might not like it might not matter he may not play next year yeah I, do you kind of feel like they're both both Kelseys are going to retire at the same time? Just be like, see you later. Let's, let's just be podcasters. I, yeah, I mean, oh, wow. I don't know. All right, let's go to the running backs here. Your top five running backs this week. Oh, man, I'm so bummed that Najee Harris didn't make the list because I think this was the best version of Najee Harris I've ever seen. He was a freaking beast today. He's seventh right now. Kyron Williams, Isaiah Pacheco both scored right around 29 PPR fantasy points. Brees Hall on Thursday with 27. Jerome Ford on Thursday with 25. And it was looking a little scary for Travis Etienne, wasn't it? But then he had, yeah. uh, was it an 80-yard, 60-yard touchdown run? So, a big run, I'm not sure. Big, long touchdown run. And then another one later. So Etienne and James Conner is tied for fifth. So that's six guys. Kyron, Pacheco, Brees Hall, Jerome Ford, Etienne, and James Conner. There's no doubt that Kyron Williams is the fantasy MVP. (laughs) We we had that discussion like five minutes before you joined. It's him or Puka. Oh, it's Kyron. I mean, he missed four games and still did this. Well, that's the point. He did miss four games. That's the only only thing against him is that he missed four games. Unbelievable. He's... And then is, is he good? I mean, where does he go next year? <laughs> I think he's good. Is he good? He looked really that. good this year, you know, but he wasn't supposed he's, to. He's be a first-round pick. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm probably going to avoid that, but yeah, he probably will be. Well, I mean, how many running backs are better than him going into next year? Five, six, maybe at most? I don't think he or Rashad White will be first-round picks. I think they'll be in the second round. Well, obviously you have to see what they do with their off season. Yeah. But assuming the main pieces are back and no significant addition is made, let's say it's like another Royce Freeman type of guy that's back there. Ronnie rivers type of guy that's back there. You're talking about a soft top of my head. You're taking McCaffrey, Brees, Bijan Gibbs, Taylor, Taylor. I mean, now we're getting to the range where we're he belongs, the- right? <laughs> Bijan, Bijan might've become RB one next year today. Yeah. Oh, because he got fired? Yeah. Because the Falcons lost to the Bears so badly. Yeah. yeah. I don't think the Bears are eliminated from the playoffs, are they? No, no. They need a tie tonight. To be eliminated from the playoffs? No, if I think if there's a tie, they're still in it. Oh, they need a tie tonight? Okay. Neither one of these teams can win. Man, Justin feels like awesome. <laughs> yeah, he looked good too. All right, so Kyron Pacheco, Brees Hall, Jerome Ford, ETN, James Conner. Not much to say there. Um, really impressive game just from the Steelers. They were just so much more physical than the Seahawks, who were without Jordan Brooks. I don't know how much of a difference that made, but you could tell. And uh, you could tell they were just got beat up. And then Devon Achan also, we already talked about him. Let's go to our top wide receiver. Achan oh, or Kyron will be a good conversation next year. Yeah. Yeah. What, what are the chances with all of these comments? Like, Could you guys just 
cut the profanity out of the chat tonight. No, no profanity in the chat because I'm trying to trying to click on all the uh, league winners, and I'm going to click on the wrong one. I almost did twice. <laughs> all so, right. No more profanity. Wide receiver Ceedee Lamb, thirty nine points. Devontae Adams, thirty seven points. DJ Moore, thirty points. Brandon Ayuk, twenty four, and Amon Ross St. Brown. 22. So that's a little boring that only three of the top five actually played today. But if you want to extend it, how about, of course, this is actually, I think, pretty fantasy relevant. George Pickens. Let's see. If he does it again next week with Mason Rudolph, they got to stick with Rudolph, right? I mean, they got to figure. Yes. Uh, yes. No, no question. Point not to go to. And Darius Slayton. Slayton, he's got a nice connection with Tyrod Taylor. Maybe, maybe he's worth using next week against the Eagles. Wish you could have played linebacker and tackled with Kyron Williams. Anyway, yeah, we got Lamb, Adams, DJ Moore. I you going to win that league for like three of the next five years. Uh, I, I, I feel like I'm going the right direction. Yeah. Happy to be there. Uh, anyway, Pickens. Pickens, I think, is a big story here, guys. Uh, some momentum going into next year. Absolutely. Uh, you know, it, it. it's funny because the Steelers are almost like in like purgatory to an extent because like they they're going to continue to win they're not going to have the chance at a franchise quarterback that could probably change the 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 tenor of what the the offensive skill players that because they have really good skill players you know and and i think that's the thing that's kind of missing and i don't know mason rudolph is that guy but he's looked like it the last couple of weeks but i mean there's there's uh there's a lot to like about what it could be for for those guys and you're just seeing you know somebody featuring george pickens has been fun I don't. I I think that if the Jaguars lose and the Steelers win, then the Steelers are in next week. Well, well I like, think it also something got to happen with the Colts and. Texas okay, too. so right now the Colts, the Jaguars are okay, the Jaguars, Colts, and Texans are all nine and seven. The Jaguars are the four seed. If it ended today, they'd win the division. The Colts are the seven seed, and the Texans are the eight seed. But the Steelers are, and they're only seven teams to make the playoffs. The Steelers are the nine seed. They're also nine and seven. So if the Steelers win, they go to 10 and seven. If the Jaguars lose, they go to nine and eight. So they jump them. And then one of the Colts and Texans are also going to lose because they play each other. So one of those teams will be nine and eight. Uh, yeah, nine and eight. So a 10 and seven Steelers team will get in if two of the three AFC South teams ahead of them lose. One of them definitely will because two of them are facing each other. So they need Jacksonville to lose at Tennessee and the Steelers need to win next week against a Ravens team that's going to sit everyone. So that, I, I believe, I don't know this. I'm just looking at the standings now and trying to figure this out. I think they get in the playoffs if they win and the Jaguars lose. Okay. Um, leaderboard at tight end today. Leaderboard at tight end. Who do we got? Who's, who do you think number one tight end is? Oh, Jawan Joku. Oh, yeah, Jawan. Right, let's see. Uh, Jawan Johnson. Yes, he's number one. Likely is two. He's number one by a, five points right now. Eight catches, 90 yards, and a touchdown. Man. You look uh, great. Likely two. Najoku, three. Sam Laporta and Dallas Goddard tied for fourth with 15 fantasy points. A lot of, a lot of touchdown-dependent play there today. Um, yes, with likely, he had only 42. He only had three targets. Uh, Goddard, five for 47 and a touchdown. 
Jawan Johnson, I don't know what to make of that. I, I was watching, and I was like, you know, I knew there was a reason why I watched one drive in the preseason where he caught like two passes and got excited about Jawan Johnson. But you know what, though? This is, this is now second half of the season last year. He caught a lot of touchdowns. And three games in a row, I believe now, he's caught a yes, touchdown. Yes. And so there is something to like about what he could be if they, you know, featured him consistently. But they just didn't do that. You know, and, and look, it's a byproduct of, I think, a little trusting more Derek Hart the last few weeks. They were very physical today. By the way, the catch, I don't know if that's the one you saw, but the, the catch where he had the somersault, one of the best catches I've ever seen. No. I, oh, he had a, the he had a play the down the seam. I think yeah, they were inside, yeah. inside their own five. It was like a 25, 30-yard catch. Um, just absolutely crazy. Adam, <laughs> what oh, you wow. are, Mister? You're Mister. Don't check the results during the season. Matthew says he has not checked his results yet. Can you even imagine? That's what championship I weekend. We're Sunday night football is starting in like 15 minutes, and this guy, no idea. Yeah, I didn't do that L- last week. I didn't check my scores until all the games were over Monday night. How did that work out for you? I knew what happened. I I, I knew my teams were doing absolutely horribly, so I had no interest. I, I was like, forget it. I'm not even. There was, there was only one league today that I did not look at until halftime of the 1 o'clock games, and it was the league where he and I were head-to-head because I was down so much to start, and I was like, this is going to be ugly. So I'm like, let me go check, and I was like, oh, my God, I have a chance. <laughs> I was shocked. I was honestly shocked. Uh, all right. So do we know... I'm trying to get a grip on all the playoff scenarios now. Do we know which teams are going to be sitting players next week, or at least we feel confident to say they're going to be sitting players next week? I, I mean, you got to assume San Francisco sitting McCaffrey uh, after him getting hurt today, so probably not going to see him next week, and they don't have anything to play for. Um, the Ravens, you mentioned that they don't have anything to play for. Yeah. Uh, are the Lions locked into the? No, they still can get the two, right? I think they can get the two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they can. The Browns. The Browns are locked into the five. That's correct. And they so, said yeah. they would rest if they were locked in. Okay. Even if the uh, even if the even if the Lions were locked into the two seed, Dan Campbell would play his starters the entire freaking game, and he'd go for two every time. <laughs> it's insane. Um, who else? I think, I think that's, that's yeah. That might be it. Or no, the Chiefs, Chiefs locked into the. They're not locked three? in. They're not locked in, but they made the playoffs. Right, because if the Bills, if the Dolphins win, right? The the Chiefs are either the three or the four, though, so I don't know if they'll care. Well, no, if they win and the Dolphins No, win, the Dolphins are a game ahead of them. Dolphins are a game ahead of them. Dolphins are 11-5, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Right, right, they needed the Bills to lose today yeah. and then win next week. Baltimore, San Francisco, Cleveland. I mean, look, the Lions, they need both. Oh, no, they just they need the Cowboys to lose. And, and, and the... Let's let me check the stupid. We have a magic eight ball request. Eleven and five. Where are the Eagles? The Eagles are eleven and five. I don't know who's got who's. I feel like the Lions might sit some players. Might. <clears throat> we'll see. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk about every game and we'll look at some fantasy angles. We'll be right back on fantasy football today. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
from the launcher online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, well, here we go. Let's go to the games. Let's start with Saturday's uh, very exciting finish. I don't understand going for it from the seven-yard line, the two-point conversion. That made no sense to me, but <laughs> what do I know? Uh, Dallas 20, Detroit 19. Take it away, Heath. Oh, I didn't think we were doing that this week. You said we were, we were doing right. something different. All right, well, just give me a fantasy. I can do it. I can do it. Um, I know you can. You're a, you're a great host and producer. Yeah. You do a fantastic job. I mean, is Tony Pollard one of the five biggest busts in, and uh, three biggest busts in fantasy this year? Yes. Is Tony oh. Pollard a starting running back next year? In fantasy or in the NFL? In the NFL. Um, he might still be for Dallas. So that's probably his only shot, I would think. Because he's a free agent, right? Yeah, yes. they franchised him. Man, he got every opportunity we could have asked for. It was yep. so disappointing. Um, <clears throat> see, Brandon Cooks is great at home. Jamie, you think you'll have Dak Prescott as a top 12 quarterback next year? Of course, yes. Now you say that. But you're going to be shocked at who you leave out because I have a 13. Um, I've already done my, and like, just listed the 15 guys I think will be there, and he's still in the top 12. Okay. <laughs> How about Purdy? I would take Purdy over Dak. How yeah, about Herbert? Dak. Yep, Herbert over Dak. Yeah. How about Tua? Uh, I would take Dak over Herbert. Hey, over, oh. I would take Dak over Tua. Then there you go. And Tua might not make your top 12. We'll see. It's tough. I'm telling you, it's tough. Buffalo 27, New England 21. Well, you guys had a nice Zeke debate, and he probably came in kind right of in, in, the middle. in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is where I said I was. Well, that's where you and I were. Dave was low. Heath was high. Oh, I thought How's you it? were low. Uh, oh, you were lower on Barkley. I think Barkley I was thinking of. Yeah. Oh, my sits were great this week. My starts were not so much. <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, who was it? It was Zeke. And I was thinking, man, those these bad running backs who get their opportunity. Well, there were two of them this week. Who the heck was the other one? I don't know if we need to call them bad. 
All right, these uh, <laughs> fine. Sorry, seems seems rude. Listen, Zeke Zeke did everything you could have asked for once Ramondre Stevenson got hurt. He had one yeah. bad game. He had three very good ones or four very good ones, um, where you could you could say I started him and I got great production or solid production. All right, listen, we got we're walking down the street. We're talking fantasy football. We see somebody in a Stefan Diggs jersey. He's weeping. Mm-hmm. He's so sad. Yeah. Diggs just went for four catches for 26 yards on seven targets after mm-hmm. five catches for 29 yards on eight targets. So that is basically the same game two weeks in a row. And he lost his fantasy league because he had Diggs in it. What he? What do you say to this poor guy? I probably just try not to make eye contact, <laughs> scurry along as quick as possible. Don't say a word to him. He doesn't want to talk to me. He doesn't want to talk about it. Um, I. Other than that, I mean, maybe you ask him the same question that Jamie asked me about uh, Travis Kelsey. Is Stephon Diggs done? I think he's done in Buffalo. I can't imagine that that's going to be something unless there's a, you know, salary reduction um, that he's back there. But wow. Oh, Look, it's I was reading a comment. Sorry. I. I yeah, he looks like he's done. Right, let me I ask mean, you this hypothetical. If you're playing fantasy next week, well, you're going to have to do rankings and all that. Are you going to are you going to rank Stefan Diggs as a starter next week at Miami? Uh, did you see what Zay Flowers just did? Though? I mean, he'll still be in the same range where I had him this week, which was just inside the top twenty-four. You know, I, I was I was concerned. You know, I, I probably should have called him a sit, but um, you know, I didn't I didn't go that far. But it's been five of six games under fifty yards receiving now, or six of seven, uh, I think. Um, yeah, it's six of seven, I think. Yeah, he's he's been bad, and and it's a byproduct of the offense. It's a byproduct of you know Josh Allen not throwing the ball with the same volume or level of success he missed digs on a wide open throw down the field but yeah it feels like he's he's you know lost something whether it's lost a step or lost his you know fantasy high-end potential (laughs) uh yeah it's 8.8 or fewer points in full ppr in six of his last seven games all right arizona 35 whoa arizona beat philadelphia 35 31 crazy game Mm -hmm. cardinals had the ball for almost 40 minutes here um. Okay. Well, Jamie, what do you think? Uh, I mean, it wasn't like Swift was bad. It just, I think we were expecting more carries. Is basically what happened there. Thirteen for six. Uh, he had a bad first half. He was he was not used very much in the first half. And um, you know, I think they tried to correct that. They came out in the third quarter, run the ball a little bit more. At least that's the way it felt from watching it. Um. Yeah, it's going to be curious. I'm curious to see what they're going to do with their backfield next year because they have a big hole to fill. So that's a that's a significant offseason move to 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 look at. But I think Kyler showed you today what he can do. And, you know, it'd be nice if uh, if they're in position to draft Marvin Harrison. Did did Kyler and Justin Fields show enough to not have their team draft a quarterback? I think. uh, I think the Bears are going to draft a quarterback. The, Bear, the Bears is more, I think, not necessarily a evaluation of Justin Fields. It's a money thing. Like, you're resetting your salary cap yeah. by getting a rookie quarterback. You have to pay Justin Fields in a year. And if he plays the way he's Same capable Jeff. of playing, that's a mega deal. You know, look, it's tough. But I don't think – this is not my evaluation. Just from what I understand, I don't really think there are many – quarterback evaluators that would say Justin Fields was a better prospect than Caleb Williams. So if right. you put them in the same draft class, Caleb Williams would go ahead of Justin Fields. And and I don't even think it'd be close. So if you have the opportunity it, to draft Caleb Williams, I think you do it. 
I think the the question is what you can get for Justin Fields now versus what you can get for Caleb Williams now. And if you put that package around Fields versus the other package around Williams, that's a true. Um, that's a great. I'm point. not sure it's going to matter. With so her. this this is just a, a informal, just shooting the bleep conversation that I've had with Rick Spielman, former general manager, several times in in our green room watching games about this exact scenario. You trade fields, what capital can't return? And he said, most likely you're looking at two twos as opposed to a one for yep. fields. Now this was, I think last time we probably had this conversation was coming back from the thumb injury. So not necessarily putting together, you know, a string of decent games. Like if you're, you've heard me say Atlanta, that, that'd be my favorite destination for him. But let's say the, the Raiders or uh, the commanders or any of these teams that, that, that need a quarterback, the Patriots, you know, they're going to be able in a business to draft them, but you know, what I'm getting at, like if, if they're willing to offer a first round pick for him, you have to do that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Chicago, Can we help this guy which? out real quick, Adam? Oh yeah, 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 sure. Okay. He, has, he has a lineup decision to down, make in the next. Yeah. Down 20 minute. points. Uh, I have Aaron Jones, Ty Chandler and Romeo Dobbs start two. Bench it on back. Really? Is Wicks out? Doesn't matter. Uh, I didn't see what the inactives are. I'm sorry. Yeah, me either. Um, okay, they say bench. They say bench Dobbs. Uh, all right, Chicago 37, Atlanta 17. A little bit of a disappointing day for Bijan. 15 carries for 75 yards. Is not. I mean, it's fine. It was. I'll be back. 11, okay. 11.6 points by Jamie. Um, there's not too much from here. Oh, you know what? I mean, how about Khalil Herbert? Right, 18 carries, 124 yards, and a touchdown. The second running back to score a rushing touchdown on the Falcons. It was very late in the game, excuse me. But it's it's like when this guy is featured, he's really good. Two years yeah. in a row. I think it's another example of, though, like the reason why he's not often featured has something to do with his ability as well. His pass. Uh, he's, he's someone I will be looking, if off of this performance, I'll be looking to sell in dynasty this off season. Okay. I'll be concerned about who the bears are going to bring in. He's in that range for sure. All right. That's Khalil Herbert, Jacksonville, 26 and Carolina nothing. And basically the only good player in here was ETN. Hmm. I don't know if there's anything else to say. What in the world are we going to do with Calvin Ridley this off season? What is the NFL going to do with Calvin Ridley this off season? That is, that's a big, big question. Yeah. I still think uh, if he's good, then I still think he's got another one or two years left in him. What is he, 28? Right. That's the question, though. Does the league think he's good? I did. I'm, again, I, I brought this up. Chris made a great point last year about Mike Evans. Mike Evans was looking done, basically. Yeah. But he had one thing going against him. He kept drawing pass interference penalties. And at one point earlier, just a couple weeks ago, I think Calvin Ridley led the league in pass interference penalties drawn. Yeah. He's also, I mean, we've outlined all of the almost touchdowns. Now, there's no doubt. There's been a lot of games where he gets eight, ten targets, and he turned like today. He had eight targets. A lot of the almost touchdowns involved him standing out of bounds or dropping the ball. Yeah, but those are some of them. But those are the things that I wouldn't really expect to happen next year, or or this year, or ever. (laughs) And they just kept happening. So I get. I am guessing that I would be a little higher on him, but I don't think he's going to be higher than like a seventh round pick next year, no matter where he is. Be my guess. Um, All right. 
Uh, Miami 56. No, Baltimore 56. Yeah. What was the was, score? Was it 56 was 19? It was 56 to 19. Holy crap. Embarrassing. Worse than I thought. It's an embarrassment, really. Tyreek Hill, by the way, dropped the easiest touchdown of his career, basically. And that was not his only drop of the day. He really let the team down. Well, I don't know that they would have won. <laughs> no. Uh, they wouldn't yeah. have been so embarrassed. There's not much to say here. I hope Waddle plays next week. But if Waddle doesn't play, you think Tua has a good game next week against the Bills at home? No, not at all. I'm not sure he has a good game against the Bills if Waddle does play. How many points? I okay. expect the Bills to win by two scores. But this is another guy. Like, Tua scored 18 points in this game. If Tyreek Hill catches that pass, it's a 24-point game. The, pre- yeah. in the previous two games, Tyreek Hill dropped a deep touchdown pass or, or Tua has like a 26-point game against the Cowboys. I, I'm going to... I did this for a year and a half with Trevor Lawrence and always defended Tua. And so I'm going to say that right now you're doing the same thing for Tua that I've complained about with Trevor Lawrence. All right. Like, just... Tua is not a top 12 quarterback. Like You have this grade of circumstances with this grade of coach, with these grade of weapons, and he's going to finish the year like QB 18. Um, he's a You draft him as a backup and hope he does something. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. And let's go to our next game here. Colts 23, Raiders 20. Um, let's see. Uh, you know, you got a pretty good game from Zamir White. I mean, with the five yep. catches, especially at about 16 PPR fantasy points. Adams was great. Jonathan, this was a good... Oh, Pittman was a disappointment. That was one of the biggest surprises to me. Uh, yeah. And it's funny, when you evaluate the the, the uh, Colts, you know, what are you going to... What, what does it mean next year? They're going to have a new quarterback which is going to play... I think that's a really good point. Yeah. Jonathan Taylor is going to be awesome. I think Michael Pittman will still be really good, but what we had this conversation with Jacob Gibbs two weeks ago, and he was Pittman was Jacob's favorite off-season dynasty buy because he thought Pittman had really shown him that he's an elite target earner, and when Richardson takes back over, things will be even better. I think there might be like 75% as much pass volume when Richardson takes over, so I'd probably be selling Pittman this off-season too. You mentioned Jacob? Did you say Jacob? Jacob Gibbs, yeah. that's what I said. Yes. I think he... I think he called another big George Pickens day. Yeah, he did. Well, yeah. he, he put a question he's, mark. He's brilliant. He's going to be on FFT Dynasty a lot this offseason. He looks at things that I really need to start looking at. This was George, yeah. Jacob Gibbs's case for George Pickens. The Seahawks use press coverage at the sixth highest rate and are third in cover three rate. Both tendencies typically boost production for true X receiver types, and George Pickens is exactly that. Pickens was dominant against press coverage at the collegiate level, and he immediately became one of the NFL's best press coverage beaters upon his arrival, etc. So these are things that are really not part of my analysis and need to be next year. Yep. Uh, New Orleans 23 and Tampa Bay 13. So, yeah, anything here? Sounded like you were going to speak. I, I really cannot think of a thing from this game. Shocked about Olave. He had been pretty red hot. I thought he'd be great in this game. Great matchup. And it all went to Juwan Johnson. I was going to say, and Derek Carr was actually pretty good without him, right? Not a bad game. He had like 110 passer rating or something. 24 of 32, 197 yards, two touchdowns. That's a great game for him. 19 fantasy points. It's pretty funny that Mike Evans can't have a good game against the Saints no matter what. It's not super funny if you started Mike Evans today, but I mean, he still gave you 10 fantasy points. Yeah. I don't, um, 
I mean, what about the day Chris Godwin have until basically one catch? Yeah. Yeah, he had three catches, 81 yards, and a touchdown on five targets. He had a late touchdown. Trey Palmer might be interesting next year if one of those guys goes away. San Francisco 27 and Washington 10. Very cool touchdown pass from Purdy to Ayuk. But, uh, you know, even though they won by 17 points, wasn't the, the best performance for the offense. For, Pretty disappointed in my uh, Chase Young uh, revenge game play. <laughs> Probably should have played Trey Hendrickson instead. Um <laughs> The Debo Brandon Ayuk question will never actually be answered. Never. No idea who's better. Just draft the ones going later next year. And it's this is the one thing, man. This connection between Brock Purdy's passing yards or the team quarterback, as as it was last week, passing yards and George Kittle's mm-hmm. yards, it is rock solid basically. And it happened again today: two hundred and thirty yards for Purdy, which is low. Twenty nine yards for Kittle. That's it, it's unfortunately can't do anything about it because I don't know when he's going to have a lot of yards. I thought today would be right. that day. Oh, Jamie's back. Sorry. You how should have, figure that out. Been, how long have you been waiting? Uh, just a couple seconds. When you were talking about the uh, the mystery of um, Kittle, Debo, and and Ayuk. He, uh, Houston twenty six, Tennessee three. Oh, I was pretty bummed. I had a lot of faith in in uh, CJ Stroud today, guys. Nico was good again. He was good, but I was expect. You know what? This is when you have a quarterback in a in a t- in a game where they're favored, and then they get a defensive touchdown. It's just like, oh, that's gonna hurt. That's that takes away pass attempts immediately. Yeah, <laughs> it's a bad Titans team. On the road, at home, they're okay. They're like the, yeah. the AFC Giants. They are they are going to be so fired up next week to try to keep Jacksonville out of the playoffs. Yeah, especially if there's no Trevor Lawrence. My gosh, it's going to be an interesting one. Um. You uh you jinxed him about a month ago. You said, "Man, look at that setup coming for Derrick Henry against the Texans." <laughs> Texans, there's no better matchup in the history hey, of fantasy said, football ever. I brought up the downside of that. I said usually, but this is a different Texans. No, but team. you said I think it was around the trade deadline. You're like, "Oh, Derrick Henry's or your schedule, your whole uh schedule schedule." No, because they aren't weren't a good. No, we were talking about Stroud in that one because Stroud was facing the Titans twice. No, which, I think if you go back to your schedule show, I you were like, "Look at Derrick Henry." They that he his his bad game against the Texans mm-hmm. was like 125 yards and a touchdown. He usually gets 200 yards against them every time he plays. But I said, "This is." I'm not different- faulting you. Look, he just he just uh, he's, uh, he's he's terrible. He's done. I'm gonna go ahead and fault you. <laughs> it was exactly what you feared with him. Every time they've had a bad game script, he's been bad. Basically, yeah. Uh, Rams 26, Giants 25. Oh, so gosh. I think, um, are we, uh, are we, are we inducting, um, Derrick Henry, Travis Kelsey and Stefan Diggs? I mean, you might've talked about more into the fantasy hall of fame already. Like, are they done? <laughs> <laughs> They're in the washed hall of fame. I mean, they, they've earned it. I don't know if Diggs has earned hall of fame. I would say no. I would say the other two what? have fantasy hall of fame. I would say Kelsey and, and Henry for sure. I would not say Diggs. Uh, Diggs, is, Diggs might not be a first ballot guy, but he's in. It really made me sad the other day to think about the fact that Derrick Henry is not going to be a Hall of Famer. Oh. And it seems like he sh- like his he, little he three- or four-year run really feels like a Hall of Fame. Well, peak. was, was but his— But he doesn't have— Was his stretch on par with Terrell Davis? Minus the Super Bowl? Yeah, that's the problem, I think. That is a big problem. But you know what? It's We act like this was a bad year for him. He's over. He's going to be over a thousand yards again. He's going to have double digit. He has double digit touchdowns. It wasn't really that bad of a year for him. I hope he comes back next year and just runs all over people. I really something. think that if there's one thing like you can point to from a team that did not make a trade 
it was Dallas not trading for Derrick Henry. Yeah. Uh, Rams 26, Giants 25. Giants probably should have won this game, but they botched a two-point conversion. And uh, Rams still had a, would have had a chance to win the game after that, and they probably would have. <clears throat> they also could have just tackled Kyron Williams. <laughs> they could have. There was one play, I think it was his third touchdown, where Kayvon Thibodeau was like right next to him. And yeah. he just is like, no, I'm not interested. Have yeah, I'll be investigating that. What's up with the Marcus Robinson thing? Six catches for 92 yards on 10 targets? Man, it's five good games in a row for him. Do they keep him next year? Is Cooper Cup there? Yeah. Is is Matthew Stafford there? Yeah. Yeah, it's you know, it's interesting. I mean, they're definitely a team you don't want to see in the playoffs at this point, right? Yeah. Like they could they could beat anybody. And and look, you you started to point this out. Uh, obviously, I, I I piggybacked off it with my sit Saquon call today. Just how well they've been against running backs. It's now six games where they've just taken away some pretty elite players. I mean, James Conner, we know what he's been. He was bad against them. Kamara two weeks ago was bad against them. Um, Barkley today bad against them. They're just great at taking away running backs. Yeah, they really are. Uh, Barkley had a bad drop, and then he should have had the two point conversion. Um, Steelers thirty, but for next week, I do think that. You've got something going there with the wide receivers, especially Slayton against the Eagles. Could could work out. Steelers 30, Seattle 23. Um, yeah, Najee with a strong game. It's two strong games in a row for him. Warren was great. This, well, you know what? Let's see what they do next week because the, these guys, if they even if they don't make the playoffs, can carry some momentum into next year. And then for the season. But Seahawks, can they, though? Because this is basically what Najee did last year, too. Not to the same extent, but he, was, he closed the season very strong. Yeah. Yeah, they're playing at Baltimore next week. I don't think they're probably. I, mean, I guess oh, they no, are. Baltimore doesn't play any of their starters. Yeah, they're there not going to play their starters. I wouldn't think anyway. Well, like not for long. They can't sit everybody. So you got to figure like is is uh, Roquan and, and Patrick Queen sitting? They don't even have a good run defense. That's that's their. I feel like their only weakness right now is the Ravens. Their run defense. Yeah, I mean, look, if there's one bright spot for the Dolphins, State, it was Achan. All right, for the Seahawks, whatever. Uh, we'll see if Ken Walker can play next week. If not, nice matchup for Charbonnet. Did he leave the game? He did with a shoulder. I don't know if he came back in because I don't think he did. But Charbonnet only had, I think, two carries. But they were trailing. But he yeah. did have the shoulder. He got The shoulder was bothering him again. One of their, I think one of their best plays is a screen pass to Ken Walker. I wish they would run it more. Denver 16, Chargers 9. Eckler with a, with a thud. Uh, Terrible. Bag He's done. Put put him on the list with, with yeah. like we we've got an all star team worth of uh, former stars. Players? Yes, so who's the quarterback though? But what about Eckler's high ankle sprain? Are we gonna, <laughs> are we gonna give Eckler any high ankle sprain uh, benefit here? Because he was awesome in week one. That was the only game he played healthy. Well, I mean, you say that, but he sat out and then came back, and then at some point. You know, there had to be some level of maybe not 100%, but how many players are ever 100%? Um, it's it's age. It's quarterback getting hurt. It's offensive line struggling again. Oh, terrible. Um, Worst offensive line. I, I heard a clip from his uh, his show on Yahoo with Matt Harmon that he was talking about. I didn't really catch the question. I just caught the answer of what's next for him. And he said something to the effect of whether it's in football or out of football, I just want something that's going to be the best situation for me. And when you start to hear things about after football for a player that's his position approaching the age of 30, yeah, like we may not see Austin Eckler play in the NFL again. And if he does, like how much can you trust him? 
Yeah. Uh, I would like to see the Broncos give Jaleel McLaughlin more work next week. Apparently, Javante Williams really said, acknowledged that he's having a bad year. They said it on the broadcast. Um, And he had 15 carries for 41 yards. He was apparently very motivated, and he turned it into less than three yards per carry against the Chargers. McLaughlin is clearly the the more explosive back right now. I I honestly... um not not uh, Heath as a Chiefs fan that you wanted to see this, but I, I wanted to see if the Chiefs when this is a, at the point they were losing, um, the Broncos could still won the division with Jared yes. Sitting the quarterback. It's crazy. All right, bye, Jamie. All right, guys. Happy New Year. Have a good night. All right, man. See ya. All right, uh, two more games here: Chiefs twenty-five, Cincinnati seventeen. How about the Jarius Sneed? first team All Pro? Says I. Amazing, dude. Thank you for keeping fantasy points off the board. We appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Browning played pretty well. You know, the second half wasn't great, but Chase did nothing. Three catches for 41 yeah. yards on seven targets. I'm not sure he was even healthy, though. Well, that's certainly possible, yeah. But when Sneed wasn't healthy either, I think that kind of balance. And then Higgins out. left for a while, and so, yeah, it was uh, the Bengals will come back next year stronger with an easier schedule. Probably better that they lost. We'll see um, what happens with uh, Mixon because he's scoring a lot of fantasy points lately. And finally, is that our last? Oh, that is our last game. We did. Johnny brings up a good point. It's too bad that it wasn't a thigh injury, so he could have just been fine. <laughs> All I'm saying is, if you have a serious injury in that area, they usually go with the with the the quad or <laughs> or what's the other one. Hamstring. The hamstring. Yeah. Yeah. They go with one of those. Thigh. It's, femur. It's a the dead, femur. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that, of course. All right. Thank you, Heath. Guess what? I have great news for you. What? I need you for FFT in five. So, I am unavailable. No, come on. Five minutes? You can do five minutes. Be quick. All right. We're out of here. Congratulations to all of you who won. And thank you to all of you for listening all year. Remember, we're not going away. We're here every single week at least three times a year. So uh, we'll, we'll be there for you, and hopefully you'll be there with us. For Heath and Jamie, I'm Adam. Happy New Year. Have a great night. We'll talk to you soon on Fantasy Football Team. CBS Wednesday. We have so many cool, diverse people from different backgrounds, different beliefs, different upbringings, and it just keeps growing. I feel it in citizen of the United States. I'm a hustler. I'm a big Taylor Swift fan. I'm the queen of the tribe. I am playing whatever role I gotta play. I'm gonna play this game full speed. I ain't going down like no punk. A new Survivor, Wednesday on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus.